Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your guy, Tez, the five one half of the five one hundred podcast. Here to let you know that our merch store is reopening. Some of your favorite designs will be back. We got some new ones coming as well. We are also running a sale, 35% off any order. The promo code is BAK100. Also, you can click the link on the description below, and it'll lead you right to the merch store. Thank you all so much for rocking with the 5100 podcast, and now you'll even be able to show that you rock with us with the merch store reopening. Thank you all so much. What's going on, y'all? It's your guy Tez the Five, one half of the Five One Hundred Podcast, and I had two very eye-opening things happen to me, and um, I want to talk about old wounds. I know that's one of the things that we hear a lot about now, you know, therapy and closing doors permanently and all of that stuff. But things are always going to come up to where it really tests are those old wounds fully healed. And I had two instances this week that really made me sit back and wonder, am I truly healed from these situations? Honestly, I believe I am. Um, I don't think I was negatively affected by either, but they both impacted like more than I thought they would. So I'm gonna get into them. So, if you all listen to the Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child episode, um, you know that I gave my child his first whooping, like for real whooping, and how that bothered me. For the people that keep up with the 5100 podcast, I gave you all a story about a single mother that I was in a relationship with. And... During that relationship, a discipline issue came up where the mother told him to stop several times. I told him to stop several times. He ignored both of us, so I grabbed him and I whooped him. And the mother pulled me to the side, you know, well, she didn't pull me to the side. She took me to a room and was like, hey, can I talk to you? I'm like, what's up? She was like, I don't like the way you just did that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why was that a problem? He wasn't listening to either one of us. So I took the next step as being the disciplinarian. And she was like, well, I just think you could have handled it better. And I was like, how? 
So from that situation, it made me kind of, it made me kind of hesitant as a disciplinarian. Now, I didn't know that because I was never put in a position again to be a disciplinarian. After her, I never dated a single mother again, never dated a woman with children, period. So that side of me was never tested again or the wound that I thought was healed was never, I was never put in a position to see if the Band-Aid was really there or if it was temporary. So when I ended up whooping my son, it kind of put me back in the mindset of what happened in that previous relationship subconsciously. Like I didn't even know it was happening to me until I found myself kind of like walking on eggshells around my wife. And something in me was like, bro, I think you need to call your wife and see how she feel about it. So, you know, I called her and I'm like, you know, um, I kind of wanted to talk to you about something. I'm like, how did you feel about you know, me whooping Levi? How did you feel about it? Because, you know, I, I went through a previous situation and that went bad and I don't want stuff to go bad between us. So, like, how did you feel about it? And she had my back. She was like, no, nah, you did the right thing. We both told him to stop. He kept doing it. So you did what you were supposed to do as a father. And it was like once she said that a burden was lifted off of my shoulders instantly. Because it was like, I knew I did what I was supposed to do. But because of a previous situation, it made me still feel like I was doing something wrong. And that was a situation where Number one, I shouldn't have been in it to begin with. But while I was in it, I never felt like I had authority. Like, I never felt like I could do the things that I needed to do as a father figure or as a disciplinarian. And I carried that into my marriage, not even knowing that it was there. And... When I talk about old wounds, which all of us carry, all of us just ain't as transparent as I am about talking about them. It's just a reminder that we all have things that bother us, things that we try to repress, things that we try to tell ourselves that didn't happen but did. And you have to be faced with these things to know if you can defeat them or not. I don't know how many of y'all gamers, but in a lot of games, a good amount of games, the final boss is you. It's like a mirror of yourself, like a clone of you. Honestly, that's how it is in real life. But you have to understand what your weaknesses are and defeat them. 
you have to understand that these open wounds don't have to be the downfall. They can be a strength. When my wife told me that I didn't do nothing wrong, that built up the strength in me to say, all right, bro, you doing all right in this father role. Even though I ain't never did it before, you doing all right. And that meant a lot to hear my wife say that to me. But if I never was in a situation to see if that open wound was fully healed, I might not ever know. But now that I know that it's healed and I have a wife that has my back, that's a wound that I can say I don't have to look back at again. Freeing yourself from open wounds, things that you repress, things that you are ashamed of, things that you wouldn't tell your mama, your daddy, your best friend, getting past those things are one of the biggest keys to success and loving who you are. Because the things that happen to you are part of a unique story that only you can tell. And I'm finding that out more and more with doing this podcast that everybody has a unique story and a a unique set of characters in that story. But everybody isn't as transparent as me and CJ are. To put this on the mic to put this on the camera and to record it for the world to consume. Like, it's nothing that we had, like, as far as episodes and lives and reaction videos. You can Google the 5100 podcast and you can find all of it. And parts of our lives are sprinkled through every video and every live stream and every podcast episode. And I don't know how much y'all know, but that takes real bravery. Because open wounds or even closed wounds can be considered weakness. But when you defeat them, it should be considered strength and victory. So my second story. I had the auntie of an ex-girlfriend inbox me. Now, yes, this is as crazy as it sounds to y'all. I have not spoken to this woman or anybody in her family probably since 2012. So, almost 10 years. So I was off that day, you know, I'm out running about, just get home, and I get an inbox. And I I usually don't check my inboxes right off because usually my wife inboxing me something crazy. So I'm going about my business. I look at the inbox. I see the name. I see the picture. And I'm like, is this who? Oh, snap. Like, I'm instantly, like, lowered, like, mouth wide open jaw on the floor shot because I'm like I ain't heard from this woman in over 10 years and she just randomly inboxed me so 
she inboxed me and she was like, hey, hey, I'm happy to come across your page and I'm happy to see that you're doing well and you're the creator of the family now. Now, once again, I'm still in shock over here because I'm like, bro, what the hell? And to add even more gravity to this, the young lady is deceased now. And this is somebody that it took me a long time to get over. Because it was somebody, you know, we really loved each other, you know. And she wanted to be with me at that time in my life. I didn't want to be with anybody. You know, I wanted to do my thing, be in a thought. And I couldn't see a relationship with her. So when she died, it was like a part of me was resentful. A part of me felt like it was my fault. Because if we would have been in a relationship, she wouldn't have been where she was at and did what she did. And I carried that around for years, like a long time. Like I un because I unfriended myself from a Facebook page because I would go on there every day and look at her picture. I deleted all the I text messages. Um, like you know the stuff you do when you really grieving. And when her auntie popped up in my inbox, it brought up a lot of those feelings again. It brought up a lot of those thoughts again. And even being a married man, like that didn't stop the way that I felt at that moment. All of the guilt, all of the what ifs, it all flooded back in an instant. And it scared me to an extent because it was like, why do you feel like this? Like this young lady gone, you a happily married man. You done built a family. You done built a business. Like, why is this here? So, my response to her was, matter of fact, I got my phone right here. I read it out verbatim. Y'all know how I get down, bro. I ain't, I ain't no, I'm not a afraid guy. I come out here and spit it to y'all a honey. My response was, I'm shocked to be hearing from you, but I'm glad to hear from you. Everything is going well with me. A lot of positive changes, and I hope everything is going well with you also. And we kind of we chit-chatted back and forth. Not long, because once again, I was still in shock. And I expressed that too. I told him, I'm like, I'm literally in shock. Like I, I'm, I don't know what to do with what I'm feeling. Like I don't know what to do with seeing you and you playing such a significant part in her life and you playing such a significant part in our relationship and the demise of that relationship as well. But I'm giving y'all that story because I realized that I still had an open wound when I saw her auntie pop back up in my Facebook message. And I realized that 
a wound that I still thought was open was closed, but it was still tender. Because even though those feelings came running back, them thoughts came running back, I didn't act on it. I didn't go cry. I didn't go look at her bitch away or nothing like that because I'm healed from that. Not to say that I'm done with the memory of this young lady. It's just the guilt, the blame, all of that stuff was in the moment. And all of it was false because it was nothing that I could do to save this young lady's life. It was nothing that I could do to stop what happened happening because I'm a guy that believe in God and y'all know that I believe God's will is divine. Now I do believe some of it might speed up the clock soon, but I do believe that when something is happening, it's supposed to happen. And I had closed that chapter of my life. But what made me realize it was still tender was the feelings and emotion that it brought back to see her auntie's face again. But it's closed because I didn't act on no. Like I didn't try to see what was going on with her life and how everything been going. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm just saying I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for the closeness of her family again because I got my own family now. You know, I'm not trying to live in the past anymore because I got a future to create. I have created the future with my son. And that's what my focus is now. Sometimes things happen to test and see are you truly healed? Are you tr is this wound truly closed? Those two instances show me how much progression I've made to being the man that I am now. Not the best man, but still better than I was. Learning that sometimes the things that you have to let go of are things that you have to let go of, whether it's people, whether it's relationships, material things. Sometimes you have to realize that they're doing more hurt than harm. One of the things that it really bothers me or used to bother me is when folks cut me off and I didn't know the reason why. It bothered me because if I let you get that close to me, you already did a lot of proving to show me that you were worthy of being in that circle. Because the circle is very small. I don't mess with a lot of people. I don't uh, go out with a lot of folks. I ain't out here looking for new friends every day. My wife would tell you otherwise, but I don't. So for you to be in that circle and just leaving and don't give me an explanation, that used to really turn me up. But now it's like, I really don't care. Because maybe you need to heal from something. Maybe I created an open wound in your life. And you need to remove yourself from me 
in order to heal. Three years ago, I would not be able to complete this sentence because I can be a very selfish man at times, very. But I understand that I'm not the highlight of everybody's world. And sometimes, especially if I cause the open room, you might have to remove yourself from me in order to heal. And I'm fine with it. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening here. You might have to remove yourself from certain people or certain people might have removed their sales from you because you need to heal or they need to heal. It's not as bad of a thing. Sometimes people are here for a season or a reason. Some people ain't going to go along with you the whole time. The reason why that disappoints me is because if I didn't let you get this close to me, you could have said something. Everybody doesn't have the will. Everybody doesn't have the strength to say, hey, I'm hurt. You did it and I need to get away from you. I didn't have it for a long time with letting people go. But I've also gotten to understand that when you have open wounds, they can be infected. So sometimes it's best to get away from people, things, relationships, to prove to yourself that this wound is closed. It may still be tender, but it's closed. You will run into situations in your life where that wound will be pressed to see if it's still open, if it's tender, or if it's closed. Once that wound is pressed and you find out if it's open, tender, or closed, you got to make the decisions on what you're going to do next. I'm just telling y'all about my story. I healed from some of my open wounds. Are there more? Probably. I just ain't ran into nothing that confronted them yet. I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this. Don't run from your open wounds. Heal them. Get past them. You can do it. Because I did. And I ain't no better than either one of y'all. I'm just man enough to come on here, come on this camera, come on this microphone, and tell you about mine. That's the only difference. And one day I hope you be brave enough to do the same thing because everybody's story is unique. It's only one you. And it's only ever going to be one. Learn to tell your story without shame because you never know who is going to help. Close your open wounds and heal. No matter how you got to do it, maybe it's therapy, maybe it's God, maybe it's church, whoever it is, whatever it is, as long as it ain't drugs or nothing destructive, do it. Because you'll feel so much better once you realize how strong you are. So look, y'all, on that note, I'm going to wrap this thing up. So for your guy Tiz Defy, one half of the Five 100 podcast, I'm out. <laughs>